I was a young kid. <laughs> Watching murder mystery shows and stuff. Dude, I was super obsessed with Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Especially the ghostly ones. I was, Ooh, I would sit yeah, there and cool. watch those, and my mom like, what are you doing? You won't be able to sleep tonight. Yes, I will. Next thing I know, I'm knocking on my mom's door. Can I lay with you? I'm, I'm scared. Not really. I didn't do that. <laughs> I really wouldn't do that unless it was just like hearing something or seeing a branch outside my window. Oh, the classic branch in the wind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cl- is that a classic? Is that it's can such I remember a that blockbuster? Cliche. They always have like in like all the horror movies. There's a branch in the wind and makes. Did a you not see noise. a branch outside your window and think it was like the arm of a haggard old man, just like I'm coming to get you? I had blackout curtains, so no. When you were four, the fuck were you I doing at four years old that needed you to curtains. sleep in until three in the afternoon, <laughs> partying on the playground till six o'clock in the morning? I guess. I don't know what... I don't remember. (laughs) Hi, guys. What's up? I'm Harmony. Oh, I'm Nikki Kirsten. (laughs) Yes, you are very more than capable of introducing yourself. This is Bernard. He does breathe heavily. Yep, sometimes he snores while he's awake. (laughs) He's so cute. He's a big cuddle monster. That's all he wants. I'm talking about you, sir. Just wants to cuddle. I'm talking about you. (laughs) He's saying, I like that you smile. (laughs) He's like, that's right. I do. Now that I've started petting him, I'm not going to be able to stop for the entirety of this he podcast. He won't let you. Nope. If you do, the moment you move your hand, I've noticed this, he'll nudge it or he'll stare at you like, bitch. Yeah, he'll keep moving and wiggling. And, and if you try to just rest your arm on him, it's a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> Last night when we were on the couch when he had his head laying on me, I was rubbing him and I moved it. And he nudged me and I'm like, I'm super sorry. <laughs> I put it back and then I stopped and he did this... I'm yeah. like, I'm, I, what the fuck? <laughs> you can't just rest your arm on him. It's not okay. No, but I love that he's one of the dogs that he's just like, you have to touch me. Mm-hmm. Once you touch him, it's over. <laughs> he like purrs as a dog. <laughs> Apparently you and Clink are very close. They are. He's taught you how to purr. And the puppy dog <laughs> eyes are out for now. My goodness. Yes. Okay, guys, so welcome to What the Actual F. If you're new here, then where the hell have you been? I'm so glad to have you, though. Do not let my mean ways deter you. I am a bitch, but welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Nikki's the nice one. Okay. (laughs) You're like, we're going to stick with that? I guess we fucking are. (laughs) For the sake of the podcast, I'm the nice one. (laughs) We're both equally as... No, no, we're not. I I feel like you would be meaner if needed to be... I would be like the appetizer and you would be the main fucking dish of fatality. I'd be like, oh, oh, you think I'm fucking mean bitch? Just you wait. It's the main roast. I'd be like, I would be like, you would be Spawn and I would be the fat little John Leguizamo just like, oh, oh, just you wait. Spawn's coming. Spawn's coming. And you just walk up all like. (laughs) <laughs> and you actually realize that's actually just Bernard breathing like that while yeah. you're walking up, you know. I just have, like, a recording of it mm-hmm. ready to go with a really loud speaker. And the person's just like, that's what I'm, I'm scared of? And you're like, ha, 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 ha. The wretched few come pulling up. You're like, that's actually them. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm scary. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but anyways, guys, so we are, I've, I've been on a kick of, like, unsolved mysteries lately. Or even just weird, eerie Crazy crimes, things that are just fucked up. You know, like, 
everyone loves horror movies, which I'm not going to say anything bad because I love them too. Same. I love true crime shit because people are fucked up in this world. I mean, be okay? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I'm good. Is this like the an- the creature from Alien going to pop? The alien going to pop out? <laughs> The creature from the creature. Alien. You like that? The alien. The alien. <laughs> but I've been on a kick for it, and Jake had told me a really great things. I was talking about sometimes I don't know what to research. He's like, research what you like. It's your podcast, mm-hmm. you know? If you don't like talking about, you're going to just, you've seen it, I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm not feeling that. Yep. And then so. we start all over again. <laughs> Welcome to podcast career. So, we are doing an unsolved is it a crime is the question though it's like very it's fucking it's a little weird it's a little crazy it's, it's a little mysterious it's a little rocking <laughs> but not in the like dun 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 dun, dun we're ready to rock dun 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 it's a little rocking like if the boats are rocking don't come a knocking is that right is that a is that a saying probably it's somewhere right I'm sure it is it on the really high familiar. seas yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you really said that, though. <laughs> I was about to say another pun, like, Captain Jack Sparrow, hold on, hold on to your compass, because this is about to get fucking... Because this podcast crazy? is all over the place. Thank you. <laughs> I, was, you I was like, what can I say? I'm so glad I have you right now, because I was like, what the fuck can you I do with this one? You've just been sitting there like, hmm, moving on. Well... <laughs> This podcast is about the unusual drowning of Natalie Wood, a real whodunit. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to get the red carpet rolled out because this one is full of celebrities, including Christopher Walken. Um, I'm not going to be able to do a lot of like any of his impersonations because <laughs> all I know is uh, I need more cowbell. That's all I can do. Or like, uh, what is it like? You're talking to me all wrong. That's the wrong tone. <laughs> Say it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. All I can do is like, boys, boys. Or like, <laughs> so like what is it like? A two mice. Well, I can't fucking. I can't like do it so well. Like he does this like fucking. What is that? Uh, what's that? Wedding Crashers. When he's um. What is it like? Uh, the Wedding Crashers. Oh my god! Get out! Wait a minute. Get out! Remember that? I haven't seen that movie in years. He's the fucking dad. He oh, is that's the rich right. dude. That's right. Damn it! I'm he's sorry. Talking, when he's talking about Todd, he's like, yeah. he's like, you know, and the, then I got Todd over there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was my bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And then Todd's all like, "Want to play tummy sticks?" Oh my god! No, no. What? I don't want to play tummy sticks. I don't want to play tummy sticks. <laughs> Advantage you something. I love it. It's so nice. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping the banding, Todd. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Okay. So, yeah. That's about the best you're going to get from us on Christopher Walken. Like, he's amazing. I think it's in Seven Psychopaths. Is that what it is? I don't know. I think that's the movie. Anyway, so. um, So, um, yeah. And, uh, also, there's more people in this. You know, we'll get to that, though. Okay. Um, so, let's get to the case. On November 29th, <clears throat> 1981, at 7.30 a.m., 
Natalie Wood's body was found floating face down in the Pacific Ocean. Not to be confused, everyone, with the Pacific Ocean. I've met a lot of people that are like, you know the Pacific Ocean? I'm like, which specific one are you talking about? We are specifically talking about the Pacific Ocean. Thank you. (laughs) Not specifically the Atlantic, but the Pacific. (laughs) Um, About 200 yards off of Catalina Islands. And full disclosure, I can't ever hear the word Catalina and not immediately hear in my head the motherfucking (laughs) Catalina wine mixer. Which is exactly what I just said. I tried to I say it I did I'm so sorry. I wrote that shit down. No, it's okay, because I was seriously like, it's the Catalina wine maker. I fucking love you for that. <laughs> All I ever hear is like, motherfucking Catalina wine mixer, mixer then they're like, the fucking Catalina wine mixer. Yes, I see all of them just going through it on there. <laughs> While fucking Will Ferrell's up there singing his goddamn fucking, oh, Okay. <clears throat> Blue <laughs> Blue Cavern Point. She was wearing a flannel nightgown, blue wool socks, and a red down jacket. Okay. Wine sit break, guys. Wine sit break. Because we're classy mm. bitches. So, actually, it fits. Honestly, I know we had mentioned, but it totally fits that we're drinking wine. Because wait to hear what all they were drinking. And, again, they're celebrities. They're on a fucking yacht. We needed wine. No spritzy cocktails. No beer. This is a classy wine fucking podcast today. We're sitting here sipping in our, our delicious cheap wine. Hey, it's still it's wine, though. I feel very bougie. Are you? <laughs> One day I'll be like, you want some Cristal? Because I fucking don't. And I'm going to bring it and be like, here you go. I tried Cristal once at a, an event, and I was like... Who fuck pays so much money? It's it's very expensive and it tastes like asshole. Hmm. Yeah, that brings us back to a previous conversation. (laughs) I went to an event with a like bottle service and my like the group that I was with. Um, There were clients and friends and stuff that we went to this whole event and they had Cristal and I was like, ooh, took a sip and I'm like, who? Like it was just, mm -mm. nah. Uh-uh. You said it tastes like asshole, but you said you don't eat booty. I don't eat booty. I mean, I've never like. tried it. Okay. <laughs> I've had this conversation on this podcast. Okay. <clears throat> My bad. Let's not go there. So before I tell you more about that scene, I'm going to tell you what led up to the point where this is where we are, but we're moving away from there currently. Okay. Natalie Woods was one of the biggest stars in Hollywood up until her shocking death. With roles... That included the classic Christmas film Miracle on 34th Street, which she starred in only at the age of 11, Rebel Without a Cause in her teen years, West Side Story, and Gypsy. I don't know the movie Gypsy, do you? I don't. You sure? I do not. She secretly does. She actually, if you go to her room, it's got she's got gypsy posters all over the place. It's, it's also I've been caught. Yes, damn it! She put my secret out there. It's also said that from her childhood, Wood's mother had filled her with the fear of dark water. As a fortune teller, had once said that she would die of drowning. 
So all I can think of, like imagine here, is her mother brought her to some traveling psychic and this person terrified this poor child for a quick buck. Like mm-hmm. her parent, her parent, her mother is a real bitch on That's that part. That's what it sounds like. It's like, come on now. Why, why would you do that? She's like, hey, you want to, you want to go to something real fun? Mm-hmm. There's like a traveling gypsy. Traveling gypsy. And Boom. she told me my fortune. She was like, you're going to marry a real nice man. I know you're probably like six or seven, but let's go see what she says. This will be really fun. This will be super fantastic. And then the, the woman's like, ha, I had a bad day. Fuck you, child. And um, <laughs> she was like, you know what I see in your future? You're going to die by dark water, bitch. Ha! That's exactly how it went. Yeah? Yes. And then there was dramatic music, and she ran out of the tent yes. screaming. It was just no, 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 no. That was the water coming for her. <laughs> and her mom, her mom's laughing and cackling, and just like because <laughs> <laughs> she's a witch in this and apparently. It, and it keeps going like alternating from shots of like Absolutely. crazy amounts real of life. water. This happens, yes. To, and there's even like, lightning somewhere. Lightning, and she's standing Toto there with the a dog flashlight is chasing under her, her face, like. Yeah, abs- yes. Because in real life, that's exactly how it goes. Yep. This is not a Hollywood movie in someone's mind. Mm-mm. Reality. Okay. It's real. Yes. <laughs> if you can imagine it, it's real. <laughs> if you can dream it, you can do it. Place of glory? No. No, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> In a scary incident from which Woods was 10 years old and filming The Green Promise, which, why does that sound like a vegan porn to me? A bridge rigged to uh, collapse threw her into water, despite her mother assuring her it would be safe. Her mother sounds like a real bitch all of a sudden to me. Like, I'm going to take you to a traveling psychic when you're real young. And also, I know you're terrified of water, but I because mean, of what I did, yeah, and like payday though, sweetheart, payday. And uh, this bridge is going to collapse. It's fine though. You're just gonna fall into the water below that you're real scared of. Okay, you're good. Go ahead, dollface. Thank you. Love ya. Um, Natalie broke her wrist and became even more afraid of water than before. As a child, her fear of water was so intense. It's claimed that she was even afraid to wash her hair, you know, because the woman from the garage was going to put her hand in there and just... Yeah, it's going to come out, like, basically through the back of her skull and she be like... Rah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was ahead of her time on this. Half of women now, though, go days without even washing their hair, if you want to be honest. I mean, like... It's true. It's so, true. congrats. You beat us to 2019 without even being there. Can you not, Bernard? You almost spilled it. Why I say 2019 is because that was when we admitted that. Well, you and I did. So, she even had reoccurring nightmares about drowning. Well. You good? (laughs) Yeah? He's enjoying a nice face scratching. I get that. (laughs) Okay. On Natalie's 18th birthday, she went on a date with actor Robert Wagner, which was arranged by the studio. He was 26 at the time. He was a, um, I'm sorry, he was in films such as Austin Powers. He was number two. Have you seen Austin Powers? Yeah. He was number two. 
That's Robert Wagner. Okay. I okay. just wondered what his name was. He's always been number two to me. Wild Things, <laughs> Heart to Heart, NCIS, and more. They ended up getting married in 1957, but divorced only a few years later. Natalie then married and divorced Richard Grigson. She's but got a thing for Richard. Oh, wait, she has a thing for, I was going to say, dicks, that I realized, because uh, you said Richard, and I was like, wait, yeah, no, she's right. It's She has a thing for ours, yeah. It's yeah. Ours. He has a strong R name. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I don't either. <laughs> but went back to Robert, and they remarried in 1972. Natalie had said that her feelings of torment were rooted in a feeling that she did not truly know herself, as all her life people had told her what to do, including her mother. <laughs> I think it was a psychic, actually. Also, I'm assuming Robert is an amazing man or is a fucking incredible man in bed. Maybe his dick is just like, rah. Maybe. I mean, you're in the... I just, that noise just kind of caught me off guard there. You're like, rah. Well, I mean, holding my arm up when that, yeah. like, rah! So it's an angry penis. I mean, it's something. <laughs> it's something for her to be like, I'm going to marry you again. I don't know. I don't know. Is it love? That was a line from the song. I don't know if you got that. It wasn't Baby, just... don't hurt me. <laughs> okay. Now, fast forward, recent to more... Cupcake? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's an evil cupcake. That's adorable. Because I appear sweet, but I'm fucking not. Or, or I appear not, but I actually am. It depends. <clears throat> Which way you want to bite. <laughs> <laughs> now, fast forward more, to, more close to the incident. It was the weekend just after Thanksgiving in 1981. Natalie had been working... Um, on the sci-fi film Brainstorm with Christopher Walken at the time. He was invited to go with her and Robert on the yacht known as the Splendor. Splendor? 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 I don't fucking know. Apparently it's going to be the Splendor now. Yeah, (laughs) that's Splendoriferous. That weekend, four shenanigans and a three-way probably is what I'm guessing. I don't know (laughs) what celebs do on their yachts, except for uh, Pam and Tommy. That's why I assume that. Mm. Because they have their sex tape and there was a yacht. They definitely fucking did everywhere. (laughs) Hey, if you went on a yacht, you would too. With somebody. I wouldn't just be out there on the high heels just "Ah, playing DJ. (laughs) Why not? I mean, who's going to drive the boat? Anchor or something. (laughs) Oh my god. Dennis Davern, the captain of the boat, who had worked with the couple for years, considered himself family. He said Wood had become infatuated with Walken during filming, and Wagner had even flown out to where they were filming to make sure he wasn't going to, quote, make a fool of himself over this, end quote. If I forget to say the quotes, I will use my fingers, mm-hmm. but it just depends if I remember, because I tend to do that, and you're like, she quoted, she quoted. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> so maybe it's just me, but I don't see the appeal of Christopher Walken. Like, he's straight up, he looks like he's like his finger in an electrical outlet, and I think it's because, I have, <laughs> I have a theory that he's actually balding somewhere, 
and he's hiding it by sticking it all up so you can't see that. <laughs> like, because you could have thick hair, but you could be having, like, that patch baldness right in the center. So I think he's hiding it. Could be. Could be. Because who the fuck wakes up one morning and goes, you know what I want to do today? I want to make it look like my hair has been, like, like I've ran through a wind tunnel. Maybe that's just his bed head. And he tells everybody in every film that he has to keep that same hairstyle. In every fucking film. Since since from hell, he's kept it. (laughs) Ever since then, he's like, I really liked how I looked as this, like, (sighs) guy. Keeping it. It looks great. (laughs) It's just... It's a thing. (laughs) Okay. So, in this already obvious super healthy relationship, Mm. Robert was not the only jealous one. Oh, okay. Here we go. mm Mm-hmm. Sounds like 2019 dating relationships. Because... Everybody jealous. Everybody in the club getting jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Because around the same time, it's claimed that Natalie was jealous of Robert's on-screen romance with his heart-to-heart co-star, Stephanie Powers. I don't know who she is. Um, this relationship sounds like it's straight out of high school. Do you remember that, like, when you're in high school? And, like, if you even... Like, I would get... If, you even, if a girl says hi to you and you don't say hi back, who's she? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I dated a guy in high school... And I was out of school for two days. And I remember when I came in, I had a, you had quote unquote study buddies in your classes sometimes. And if you were out, they would give you their notes for you to copy for what you missed. Mm -hmm. And I remember my quote unquote study buddy gave me theirs and I had to give them back after two periods. So I can just, you know, like get what I needed, which was even harder because of the fact that I had to also focus on other things in that class. So I'm sitting there trying to do both. Yeah. And if I need an extension that I could bring it home with me, I would just have to tell, we had, I had to let them know that I had their notes, like let the teachers know. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember my boyfriend at the time was like, what the hell was that? I'm like, it's called school notes, bud. Yeah? You really that jealous? I don't care. Goodness. Of course, in high school, high school me was like, aww, he's worried. Yeah. Me now looks at it like, oh my god, Get insecure guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, back to the yacht. The group left around noon, Friday, November 27th, two days before Natalie's body would be found. Everyone on the boat, including the ship's captain, had been drinking much of the weekend. Sounds real good. I mean, that's absolutely what I want, um, to do shots with my captain on and off the boat, because, you know, safety first! Absolutely. Safety first, then teamwork. (laughs) Teamwork on the shots. (laughs) On Friday night, Robert and Natalie argued to the point that Dennis, the captain, was actually concerned. He then asked Christopher to get involved. Christopher is claimed to have refused to intervene, saying, quote, never, wait, I'm going to see if I can do this. Hold on. Never get involved in an argument. I can't fucking do it. (laughs) Never get involved in an argument between a man and a wife, end quote. I really wish I could do that in his voice, but I can't. Dennis, the captain, ended up taking Natalie to shore that night in the yacht's inflatable three-foot dinghy named the Prince Valiant. 
They both slept at the Pavilion Lodge Hotel in Avalon. The first time that Dennis was questioned about this night, he did lie, stating that all four of them had stayed on the yacht. The police thought he... Blech. The police, though, had already had evidence that they were not on the boat that first night, so Dennis then had to tell the truth. He then said that he and Natalie spent the night in the same room, but that they just drank wine. Wait. <laughs> they just drank wine. Wait, chairs. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and went to sleep. Okay, question. If you're going to lie, you know, because, and then you admit... That you, it was just you two, and you went off, and just, but we just drank wine and went to sleep. Like, what, what, what do you see, what do you think about that? I think he's full of it. Okay, keep I mean, that in mind. don't just, like, continue lying. So keep that in mind, okay? <laughs> Dennis also claimed that in their relationship, he felt very protective of her, and she was very comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. To me, in this initial, it sounds like he's trying to make himself sound like I'm her best friend. Yeah. Even though I'm actually just the captain of the boat. But I'm her best friend. We got really close. We're like super close. We share wine. <laughs> Nikki, we're like super close. We are super close. So like, we share wine. We're like, we're just best friends. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> 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 Okay, the next morning on Zoom, <laughs> I'm just going to look at you one day and be like, we're super close. <laughs> and people are going to be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, because I'll just start doing it back. Right? <laughs> that is now our friend call. I'm going to walk into a bar and go, Nikki! <laughs> I'm going to know you're there then. <laughs> the next morning on Saturday, November 28th, they returned to the yacht where Natalie decided to stay for the remainder of the weekend. Because that's one of those, like, oh, fuck, I fucked up moments. Like, yeah. you were like, I was just really pissed. I was also probably super drunk. And I just, and I'm, I need to think about this. That's like, you literally, like, have you ever been in an argument, 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 and as you're discussing or, discussing or fighting, you realize you definitely understood something wrong, and you were angry for the wrong reason? Yeah. Someone's like... <laughs> But I said this, and you're like, shit, I totally heard the wrong thing, I'm definitely pissed off for the wrong reason, I am in the wrong, fuck me. But we've gone too far! Yep, so then you just start trying to backpedal, like, well, see, okay, maybe we're both misunderstanding this. Like, maybe, do you think maybe we're both just overreacting? Because you don't want to go, I'm definitely wrong, I fucked up, you are correct. So you're like, I think we're just, this has gone too far, can we, we should pause, like, we should just. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. Like you're, you're just doing everything you can to stop from going fucked up. So at this point, she's like, "I'm just gonna stay. I'm just gonna. I think I done fucked up, AA Ron. Like, <laughs> it's like, are you hungry? Cause I'm hungry. Yeah, like let's just, drink. We're on a yacht. Oh my god. <laughs> Anything to not do this anymore? Yeah, like those beds, those amazing, huge, great beds. Not as great as being here next to you. Anybody got some wine? <laughs> I didn't want to drink anymore with the captain. He says he's my best friend, but ha! No, he didn't make the call back to me. So no. Okay? You see this, Robert? Do you see it? If I die and he says he's my best friend and we're super close, watch him. 
<laughs> God damn it, Odin. You keep scaring the shit out of me. Okay. So, <clears throat> based upon Christopher Walken's, um, Christopher's um, express desire to stay. So, Chris told her, is it okay, Chris? Christopher Walken, if you're out there, if I call you Chris, because I'm fucking doing it. Um... Because his name is Christopher and all this stuff over and over. I'm like, dude, I'm going to fucking call him Chris. Because, fuck it. He's Chris. <laughs> he expressed that he wanted her to stay and he wanted to stay. And he felt like with all that fighting, maybe he should go. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but I do want to stay. So she's like, I'll just stay. It's fine. Did you like that? <laughs> that was a Jessica. But it's Jessica. Fine. It's fine. I'll stay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just hit your teeth on that. No, glass. I didn't. What? That was the glass to the glass, right? It works that way, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me just take my teeth out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, isn't that isn't that it's much more comfortable? It's like the natural state I can be in. Do you want some sunny side effects now? <laughs> Is it so I can strip on them? No, I'm just kidding. I'll explain that one to you another day. Yeah, thanks. I definitely didn't get that one. I'll actually explain it to you uh, one day if you ever have to get dentures. After you have your teeth removed, I'll explain that to you. I really hope that doesn't happen because I take very good care of my teeth. My mom is like 60-something. Granted, I haven't talked to her in roughly almost two years. And she... Again, in the interior, she probably, I don't know if she has lost all of her teeth, but she has every single one of her teeth. So, I don't know. I do have a crown, like a full-blown, like, just like the, so when I had to have that, they thought they were going to have to take out a lot more of my tooth. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, um, even if I lost the crown, let's say permanently, there'd still be, it's just, it's not as tiny as most of them are. It's just like, it looks like a, a child's tooth is in there. Are you making fun of my pinky? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I'm a small person. I'm sorry you held that little thing up and I was like, what? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. Okay, back to the case now. I'm sorry. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> this is how you react to pinkies. I hate to see how you react to small penises. My God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving up. Men out there, be on the lookout. <laughs> okay. Okay, so him and Natalie ended up going ashore that afternoon to drink at Doug's Harbor Reef. So I'm going to just say this real fast. Well, if you have a fight with your fella and then you're like, hey, guess what? I want to go out drinking with the guy that you're jealous of because, you know, like, fuck That's you. the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Again, they're, like, really healthy. Um, this sounds like they had a really, really healthy They fucking obviously did. But again, in 2000 and now 20, this is kind of what everyone does. Yeah, this is of. Again, this is way before their time. When later Robert and Dennis joined... Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) This captain really is close with them, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He's like, I don't know boundaries. (laughs) They don't exist. 
This waitress, the waitress who took care of them, recalls that at dinner they drank two bottles of wine, two bottles of champagne, and one of the men was also drinking daiquiris. I'm definitely going to go with that was Chris. He seems like a daiquiri kind of man. There is nothing wrong with that. No, but I could just see him be like, uh, daiquiri? Daiquiri. That man is a treasure. (laughs) Unless he killed Natalie. True. Okay, so... we We don't know. We never will. We haven't got there yet. She also says that Natalie did not eat much of her food and that she did not seem to be in a good mood. Obviously, because Robert showed up. I'm just kidding. So, she's definitely drunk and angry. That jealous guy. <clears throat> when she's left the... When she left the... Uh, rewind. When she left the restaurant, she appeared to be stumbling. I mean, I wouldn't too if I had that much alcohol. I'd be like, so, like, so you guys... Whew, squirrel. So, like, anyways, no squirrel. So, like, it was like, do you guys see all the water around? Are we, like, on a fucking island? What's going on here? <laughs> Are we on the boat already? Yeah, like, somebody! Ah, what's up? <laughs> okay, so, Natalie was even said to have thrown a glass. Mazel tov, But Christopher later said it was his fault because he threw his glass on the floor after making a toast. So she just did the same. You know, if I did that anywhere, I'd be kicked out. But Christopher Walken does it. It's fine. And it's fine. Just like if Thor does it, have another! Totally okay. (laughs) Fucking, I do it. I get arrested because it's breaking the law. It's obscenities in fucking public. Damage to property and whatnot. Mm, fucking like. bullshit. Christopher Walken, though, and everyone's like, ah, it's a boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dennis claimed that Natalie and Christopher seemed very flirty at dinner. Okay, but seriously, like, did they, or is he jealous? It feels like he's kind of jealous. He could definitely be very jealous. He kind of seems like he is. Yeah. This guy is a captain, and he's over here like, Natalie and I, we drink wine, and we just, we don't even, we didn't do anything. We just, we're best yeah, friends. Just talking. She confided in me. Like, we painted each other's nails, and we painted each other's hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like that's what he was talking like. I feel like her hair smelled like coconuts and sunflowers, and she loved red Wine. <laughs> and he's the one that drank the daiquiris, and he's just sitting there, like, staring at her, like, Oh my goodness. I love your smile. Your skin is sun kissed, but all in his head. Yeah, that's so cool. So, of course, he's going to see them as flirting. Yeah. <clears throat> like, he probably threw the glass down, like Chris did, and then she did it, and he's like, Flirting, bitch. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, he's just trying to impress him. Right? They boarded the dinghy. Ha. I'm sorry, that word. I literally, I wrote that. Because it does. Dinghy. Look <laughs> at your little dinghy. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> to return to the yacht um, at around 10 p.m. When they were boarding, a witness from Harbor Patrol office said that they could hear Natalie scream about something. Sorry. Um, where is that? Did I just turn that back on? You did indeed. No, dude. I didn't mean to. I meant to. Okay. Okay. Let's see. 
Marcia, so they could hear Natalie scream about something which he believed was just because she was drunk, which I can attest to. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, John Payne and his girlfriend, Marilyn Wayne. <laughs> Sorry, Payne and Wayne. So if she ever got married to him, it's just, okay. Witnesses <laughs> that were sleeping on a nearby boat reported hearing shouting around midnight. So two hours after they were they got onto mm-hmm. boat, okay. But there was also a party going on somewhere nearby. Again, the party goers have never, I'm assuming, been found out. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. not, because it's like unrelated. So you're going to pause for a moment? For people to throw parties on their boats. But. We're going to pause for a moment so we can get more wine. Dear. So, <clears throat> we have our wine. And uh, so we were last at, there was a party somewhere nearby. Oh, dear God, this is full as hell. Yep. Okay. Um, let me take a sip. Let me see if we smell it. It smells sweet. It smells more classy. <laughs> but it was more money, so we'll see. Let me, yeah. Let me see. Like $2 it. more. It's not bad. It's just not as good as the other one. In my opinion. Don't like it? I didn't say that. Oh, okay. It's not as, um... Your face did, but... (laughs) (laughs) Way to be observant. (laughs) It's not that I don't like it. It's not as, like, sugary sweet. Mm -hmm. It's more fruit. Yeah. Which is fine. That's what sangria is. That's why it shocked me. Yeah. It's more natural sweet. (laughs) So that's why I wasn't expecting the, like, woo, cough medicine. Okay. (laughs) So, they thought it was from the party and did not respond. John claimed to hear a lady yelling, quote, help me, someone please help me. Okay, maybe it would be like, And, and nobody would think that that's, you know, something they should call in. Well, I mean... Only because there's a party going on nearby. Okay, have you been to parties? People yell some weird fucking shit. I know, but still, if you hear someone... I heard someone yell... I've heard people... At one party, I heard someone yell, Please don't put the VCR up my asshole. Exactly, Odin. Well... Okay. So. Coming from Natalie and Robert's yacht. Yeah. And possibly... From someone in a dinghy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello. He also believes he may have heard a man who sounded very drunk saying, Okay, hun. We'll get to you. Or we'll get you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's... His tone seemed very mocking. And this is why he believed... The cries were associated with the party. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Roberts, sorry, reports also claim that there's a nonviolent argument on the yacht soon before Natalie disappeared. Robert said that he and Christopher had a political debate that began at dinner and continued on the yacht. He describes the event saying, quote, There was no fight, no anger, just a lot of words thrown around like you hear in most political discussions. Mm-hmm. Natalie sat there not saying much of anything and looking bored. She left, she left us about an hour and a half and we sat there talking like into 
it, and we sat there talking for almost another hour. Then I went to kiss her goodnight and found her missing. <laughs> okay, bullshit. End quote. So, he says he didn't know she was missing until he went to give her a kish. Kish. A kiss, which doesn't line up. Give us a kiss, darling. <laughs> which doesn't line up with the screaming woman heard. So getting tougher on who to fucking believe at this point. Mm-hmm. At about 1.30 a.m., that night, Robert and Dennis, the captain, made a distress call to the Coast Guard, saying Natalie had disappeared from the yacht. About six hours, hours later, bringing us right back to 7.30 in the morning on November tr- fucking 29th. <coughs> Natalie's body. Oh, crap. Okay. Sorry, guys. Jake came home. Dogs were barking. Things got loud. Much like her screaming. Or not her screaming. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Okay, so. <laughs> Alright, so. It's exactly what I sound like. We'll go with that. That's what I'm Wait, sound like what? When I get scared or anything. Are you sure? That's my scream. I'm gonna... Why are you staring at me like that? That was weird. Because <laughs> nobody invited him into the bed before. Just get in the bed. Lay down. He was like, right but there. I want to lay with her. You're you can't free. lay on the computer, though, dude. Come on. <laughs> that was weird. Okay. <laughs> so, we were talking about the debate at dinner, and she was there for like an hour and a half, and she got bored. She's like, fuck this. I don't care about debates and political shit. So, then she went missing. They reported it at like 1.30, and then we're here back at yeah. 7.30 in the morning on November 20-something. 29th. Thank you. Bam. <laughs> yes. Natalie's body was found about a mile away from the yacht. Prince Valiant Dinghy, which she presumably left on, was found washed up on the rocks just a bit further south. The ignition was off and the gear was set in neutral, and the oars were locked, which was implied that she never even started it. According to the coroner report, she had drunk uh, seven or eight glasses of wine. This is why we're drinking wine, by the way. Mm. Uh. That right there, that's why? That exact reason. (laughs) Before the incident, her blood alcohol level was at least .14. Oh, my. I don't mine right now is probably over .08. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I look at a bottle of alcohol and I'm like, what's up? I have like .0 nothing. Okay, so her blood alcohol content was .14. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I think I just went the wrong way. Point one four. Oh, I just went the wrong way. It's just a pretty cool turn there. I've never seen the car right here. It's okay. And the police ultimately ruled her death as accidental, but recently changed to suspicious. But I'll go into detail of that. Cause that's not actually how it was. But we're gonna go with that for now to make this more suspicious. Okay, we'll go with yours. I like that one better. (laughs) She did have superficial bruising on her arms and lower legs, along with a cut on her cheek. At the time, these were attributed to what may have been naturally have happened as she fell into the water. You know, because she was drunk. And not beer or liquor drunk. We're talking. Hold on.
crying. Are you going to make it? I might. You're going to pain. I coughed. It went in my nose. Oh. <coughs> I'm fine. <laughs> you were trying to do something funny and then it fucked up on you and you were like, oh, that was not good. I did. <laughs> I don't know what you did wrong. I was doing the... And then it like somehow backfired and went into my nose. It's probably because, you know, hi, what's up? Hold on a second. <gasps> Fuck her, she's judging me. <laughs> I wasn't judging you, I was just nah, laughing. No, I feel highly judged. I feel so judged. I've had milk come out of my nose, okay? It's fine. So what? I've never had that happen in my life. Oh, it's horrible. <clears throat> I feel like, you ever had milk come out of your nose? I'm like, no, I'm sorry, no. I have. It's not pleasant. It hurts a lot. I have milk come out of your fucking everywhere. And milk. it makes I mean, you feel wine. like your sinuses need a shower. You can't Didn't stop they just smelling. have it? They had a milk shower. No, but you can't stop smelling the milk for like an hour. I'm lactose intolerant, so. Yeah. It's pretty gross. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that I'm drunk out of every orifice besides certain places. Um, but recently, you know, they changed it to that. Um, <clears throat> at the times, they were attributed. Oh, my God. At the time, these were attributed to what may have naturally happened. It happened. It happened. It happened. Happened <laughs> as she fell into the water. You know, because she was drunk and all this. Um, as I said, oh my god, I'm repeating because my eyes are. They're still. That's not wine. Maybe a little bit. That was, mm. that was definitely wine. <laughs> I have it. It's like up in the corners of my eyes from like the snort. It was like, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Now, let's get to some theories. You ready? Okay. <sighs> Here we go. First, Natalie accidentally fell into the water and drowned. The conclusion drawn that the chief medical examiner at the L.A. County Coroner's Office, Thomas <clears throat> Noguchi, Noguchi, was that Wood had fallen into the water while trying to board the Valiant, you know, the Prince Valiant, mm -hmm. he hip <clears throat> hypothesized, I almost said hypnotized, mm -hmm. that her, drown her down jacket had become soaked and heavily to the point that she had not noticed, yet she never thought to remove it because she didn't realize it was so heavy due to her severely inebriated state. <clears throat> So the scratches on the side of the Valiant show she tried to climb back up. Eventually, she likely finally drowned due to hypothermia and exhaustion. Does that sound... That sounds sort of believable. Okay, so ultimately, it's likely she clung to its side as it drifted away the, from the yacht but Natalie's sister, Lana Wood, had this to say about this notion. My sister, what, I'm sorry, <clears throat> my sister was not a swimmer and did not know how to swim. And she would never go any, sorry, would never go to another boat or shore dressed in a nightgown and socks. Is that, is that how she will talk? Like, is that, is that all right? Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to go with that. I feel like they would be like, no, Their teeth are always, like, half-pressed closed. Because <laughs> they're like, you don't see the inside of my throat unless you're a dick. Right? Well. I mean, I think that's correct. 
Wow, that was something. <laughs> is that not correct? <laughs> no, I guess I could kind of see that, though. Like, that's totally correct. For, like, the severely rich people. Because when they smile at you, they're like, hmm. I'm going to eat your fucking wallet, bitch. It's so nice to meet you. It's so great to have you here. I'm sorry, but are you at least a six-figure? Maybe seven? If not, go fucking mow my lawn, you poor asshole. Wow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I literally, I'm, I'm standing behind you in Starbucks. What's happening? <laughs> <clears throat> okay, next one. Mentioning... <clears throat> the night gown and socks. Robert said in his 1986 biography, quote, It was only after I was told she was dressed in a sleeping gown, heavy socks, and parka that it dawned on me what had really occurred. Natalie obviously had trouble with the dinghy, slamming up against the boat. Natalie obviously had trouble with that dinghy slamming up against the boat several times. It had happened so many times before, and I'd always gone out and pulled the ropes to tighter and tighter to keep the dinghy flush against the yacht. She probably skid on one of the steps after untying the ropes. The steps are slick as ice because of the edge and Sorry, the algae and seaweeds that always clinging to them. After slipping on the steps, she hit her head against the boat. I only hope she was unconscious when she hit the water. End quote. <clears throat> when people hyper-detail events, especially making them look innocent, they usually are actually lying. That's actually psychological. Oh, yeah, no, too, too many details is usually telltale sign. Like, if I were on a diet and you were to ask me, hey, did you have McDonald's today if you were to, like, see a rapper? And I'm like, no, maybe. Okay, so I just had, like, a, I had a burger with no bun with, like, ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard, bacon, lettuce, all that. You'd be like, so, was there a bun? No! But everything else with all that, and I would go into so much detail. And you're like, so, no bread. But I kept adding. Mm -hmm. Then you would know that I did have the bread. Yeah. And instead of me just going, yes, I did. But I just had the, the burger with no bun. Simple as that. But if I keep adding and stuff, then you know that I, I did. Yeah. Or if it's like, so what did you do last night? And I just, I just went out. I just went, like, to Molly's or whatever. And I saw some people. I, I talked to so-and-so. But if I was like, and then we sat at the table, and we just talked, and we just did this, and that, and blah, 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 and I put all detailed conversations and stuff, it becomes more of a lie. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hiding something. So, yeah, I can yeah. definitely see that. Okay. Like the body that's in my trunk. I mean, what? Fucking what? No, I just want to get some groceries. Like... <laughs> They're riding back there. I was there. just stocked up on the meat. That's all. Don't mind the body. There was a sale. <laughs> on liver and kidneys. <laughs> a little bit of heart. Some brain matter. You do like kidneys, right? Liver? Oh, love it. You yeah. love litter? 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 No, not liver. Kidneys. <clears throat> I said litter. Yeah. I don't like litter. You need it. I have to deal with litter every day. I well, I have day. plenty. We just cut the liver up. It becomes litter. That's a bad joke. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm going to see if we cut the V in half and turn the pieces. I mean, if you cut it. But then it's liter. But if you cut liver, <laughs> does it become liter? If I were to cut it into a T, can it become liter? Then it'd be liter, though. So I don't give a, a fuck. Way. Let's just make it where we want to, okay? <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> many criticize this theory as the Valiant was a rubber dinghy, which according to Noguchi, I had to say it like that, I'm sorry, which make little noise when it bumps a yacht. Additionally, sorry, there was reported forensic evidence including the untouched alone, sorry, algae um, on the swim step it seemed that Natalie may have been attempting to board the dinghy rather than adjust the rope. So, according to him, he was saying that, like, she was adjusting it, she was trying to get on the yacht from, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this other guy is saying the algae was untouched. As a a forensic person, yeah. Investigator also found broken glass in the Splendor's main saloon, which reports, um, which reported uh, Robert had said was due to um, rough seas, because he's changed his story several times. Mm-hmm. Um, a possible factor, while Natalie may have fallen into the water, but it's here that the testimony of Captain Dennis differs. Oh. This, you know, the, the trustworthy man. She was my best friend. We loved to drink wine and go to sleep. <laughs> I just, I love to, I love to, like, drink wine and just pass out. It's, like, it's my downtime. (laughs) He says, Robert grabbed and smashed the wine bottle after going into a fit of jealous rage over Natalie and Christopher's interactions, saying Robert exclaimed, quote, Jesus Christ, what are you trying to fuck my wife? And, end quote. Oh, my. Is that really all you have to say to that? I mean, that's just... Cool. I don't really know what to say to that, honestly, right now. It's like, Jesus. Jesus Christ. You're trying to fuck my wife? Yeah, you're just going to, like, scream that at somebody and not say a word about it? Despite the rough seas at first, Robert admitted to breaking the wine bottle that night in the saloon. Wait. Salon. Hold on. It was a glass. It was a bottle. The original article said a glass, mm. and this a bottle. This is crazy. Okay. This shit does change a lot, everything that I'd, I'd read. Okay. Um, so, it, it is looking more rough for Robert. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm so sorry, guys. And, like, did he really think yeah. that nobody would hear him screaming in a jealous fit of rage? Uh. Not for Robert Wagner. Number two. Uh. My Number God, two. the burps. Woman, Robert, <laughs> you are the shit. And by that, I mean a piece of shit. Um, next theory. Foul play involving Robert Wagner. It's <laughs> like a loaded look that we just had there. Now, I need to note this. Dennis, the captain, is possibly, possibly an unreliable but very reliable witness. <clears throat> For a very particular amount of reasons, including it took years for him to come forward. But let me share why I think it could have been that. Because Robert, I think, could have been blackmailing him. It's a possibility. 
or controlling him with money. Because, let me make this very clear, anyone in the fucking world will hear dollar signs or threat of life and go, nope, 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 not gonna fucking do it. What are we talking about? (laughs) Oh, you wanna kill me? Oh, you have money? I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Oh, what? Okay, nope. And then you get away? Here's the fucking truth. So remember that. Okay? Here we go. With what he says is the truth, people are going on now. Because he's no longer afraid. He also seemed to release bits of information, though, at a time. Which I can understand, because he was learning to learn... He was learning to see that he doesn't have to be fucking afraid. Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. That's also, if you remember, as a fucking human, as you do things at a time, you start to realize, oh, I don't have to be afraid? Is that how that works? You just, a little bit at a time? I'm not, I'm not scared? It's almost like when someone fucks you over and you start to realize this is not as bad as it seems. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I got this. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I think people forget that shit. Like, when someone does something, even as an adult, when someone, like, does something, oh, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. But, okay, so, in the years, following the incident, in a non-savory way, he would do little things, like, to release stuff. But many factors of his story seem to be more consistent with testimony of other witnesses and evidence. So he's the most truthful one in all of this. Mm -hmm. In fact, Christopher's description of what happened when they got back to the boat is a lot closer to Dennis's than Robert's. Christopher says an argument broke out between Natalie and Robert over her time spent away from family to which Christopher defended Natalie, Natalie, Natalie at first, then stepped outside to not get further involved. When he came back, the two had made up Dennis also describes events this way, but instead of Natalie and Robert making up, he claimed he heard them continuing to argue argue from where he was on the bridge of the boat. He also saying he heard the dinghy being untied. He said there was then silence until Robert returned around 11.30 p.m. looking tousled and sweating profusely as if he had been in a terrible fight, an ordeal of some kind. Or maybe sex. Could be. You know, like, she, you know, rough sex and she fell overboard. Oh my, you just banged her right off the deck. She got real wet. <laughs> he also said that Robert discouraged him from turning on the floodlights or starting the engine in any attempt to search for her. Saying that Robert didn't want to alert any of the people nearby. Okay, that's some real fucking sketchy shit. That is super sketchy. Like, listen, we got into a fight. I don't know if she is, but don't fucking alert anyone because don't look for fuck her. that bitch. She was real fucking needy. Like, she just wanted. She was, she was like too fucking She was needy. being a bitch. She'll figure it out and she'll come back later. Did you hear last night? She went with you to fucking drink wine and sleep. Like, that's rude. Fuck her. <laughs> All right. Dennis has always said that he's believed something malicious has occurred to Natalie, as he believes she would have never tried to go ashore alone, 
and feels sure if she did want to return, she would have had him take her, <clears throat> as he felt the night before she had as well. Based on new information, including Dennis's, <clears throat> the case was reopened in 2011. In 2012, L.A. County's coroner's office from accidental it changed the case from the accidental drowning to drowning and other circumstantial factors or undetermined factors. Stupid. <laughs> the new report also claims that bruising on Natalie's <clears throat> body likely had have to have been from her body had happened before she fell into the water. So basically. She had been abused or hurt before she fell into the water. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Dog journal and a computer. There we go. Alright. So, what do you think? <clears throat> so far, all arrows are pointing in the same direction. I think it's Robert. That's what I'm saying. He actually refuses to talk to anybody now. Christopher Walken's been very fucking. I got you, I'll help you, I will do anything you want. Christopher Walken's been super fucking helpful. Christopher Walken had... Christopher, I mean, Robert Wagner has done nothing to aid in it. He's actually stopped helping. I, I think he why. did it. I think he did it. I think he was like, you know what? You want to fuck Christopher Walken? Fuck you. Die. Mm-hmm. I think he One got... No, I think he I think he got real things. drunk and just got real jealous. And I'm going to say it like this. Look. <clears throat> This is going to be real, real as a girl. Real, real as a girl. Real, you can be with a guy. So happy, so in love. Just like men. You can get a little flirty, but you don't want to fuck them. You don't want mm-hmm. them. It's flirty. Because, hi, we're people. It's completely not, I want you. The guy can take it as, ooh, I'm a possessive little, like, gorilla. I don't know. I was just doing it as, like... Because I was doing the arm motion. <laughs> yeah, you were doing the arm motion. But it's, like, the... I need to, like, protect my space. I think he got drunk. Mm-hmm. And did the... You know what I'm gonna do? Instead of being, like, a human, domesticated and talk... And, like, fucking fix this. And just be like, hey, you know what we should do here? Not fuck anyone. He just killed her. Even drunkenly raged, like, in a fight, something happened... And, yeah, and he was just like, hey, it's an accident, I've gotten away with it, somehow, money, whatever. But I think he did it, without a doubt. And a lot of people, what's sad, the real sad part, is the internet has basically solved it. That's the sad thing. Like, I was reading stuff today, like, looking up other other things. The internet has solved so many crimes over the fucking police. Pulling up evidence... No offense to the police out there. I saw a whole case find a fucking location of a serial killer without police even know where one is. I can't share that information. But police are pretty shitty. Because they don't know... They won't even... They don't even know how to locate... They'll be like, We have this photograph on a... Still, camera, CCTV, and the internet's like, by the way, this is where this location is, and also, FYI, if you just fucking take the camera and use a fucking filter of this, 
This is the person, you dumbass, because of social media. The police are just like, we have all these cases of weed or this. It's called a murder. Maybe you dive in harder and stop pulling people over for fucking shit and dive in more on this. It kills me that they're just sending people to jail for weed. Like, weed's not yeah. a big deal. Maybe if Sorry. you just dive in a little harder on murders or missing people and stop going, it's a cold case after 48 hours. No. You know, if the internet would stop having to, like, fix your fucking cases for you and you spent the money on the fucking missing people, murder cases, and toddler shit that happens where people fucking go missing and the pedophile shit... People would stop going and sitting in your jails and filling up cells for weed. It would be better. But, you know, they'll never stop because <laughs> we gotta fill prisons, which isn't true. No. There are countries that have shut down their prisons because they're actually doing the shit the right way. Crazy. <laughs> they're like, oh, you killed someone? Guess what? You die. That's literally how it goes. They don't have prisons because they kill people who kill people. They're just like, you murdered someone, guess what? Boom. We shoot you, you're dead, you're buried. Straight up how it goes. That, that's how they solve Punishment it. Punishment to fit the crime kind of a thing. Exactly. That's the way they do it. Instead, we just, we don't even, how we, oh, you want a trial? No. We found you guilty. Like, if there's evidence, it shouldn't be that way. It's just like, we know you did it. Guess what? Boom. You're dead. We could do the trial. That's fine. You want to sit there for, like, but why do we make them wait for years? Oh, we have so many other trials? Fantastic. Okay. We are the only goddamn country that does a lot of shit. All the other countries are just like, okay, it's done. But they, they fucking die, basically, I think. Or, like, I don't fucking, I'm not 100% sure. But their prisons are so different, and they have a lot less of, it's a lot different. Ours are the ones that are so heavily overcrowded, mm -hmm. and it's because we do our shit so fucked up. How about we just go, okay, done. Or if you want to do lethal injection, that's fine. You want to make it so humane, because everyone's so like, I'm going to make it humane, because like, why should they feel pain, bitch? They fucking killed, murdered, raped, and like, no. Why is humane a thing to the murderers or rapists or pedophilias? Like, why is it humane? That's what I want to know. Everyone's like, make it humane. Why? It's stupid. Shoot the bitches in the fucking... Not even the back of the head. Let them see it coming. They let all of their fucking victims see it. Honestly. No, I definitely... I definitely get that. Um, because for a lot of things, there should be a punishment to fit the crime. And with others that are, you know... Maybe not like violent offenders or anything like that, where they do like rehabilitation programs, which is what it's supposed to be, but it's not. It's money making schemes for prisoners. Well, the big thing to me is like, <clears throat> there was a big thing about like it has to be like kind how they die. I'm like, I'm sorry. It has to be kind? Some of these people literally, excuse me, raped and like gutted, cut people up buried them. Some victims are unaware of, they won't even share where they buried, hurt, hid, disclosed. They won't share anything. They will go to their death without sharing anything. 
not letting their families know where they are. All because they get some sick satisfactory of it. So they want a little bit of control oh, that they have left? But you know what? They need that sweet little, it's a kind death for them. Because, you know, someone out there was like, we have to give them a sweet, like, death. Because, you know, they murdered everyone so kindly. Right? Super right. It's so kind. Like, <laughs> these murderers, just, they deserve that satisfaction. Fuck them. I mean, the way some people might think of it is not sinking to their level kind of a thing. No. I'm sorry. Like Fuck you. Some of these no, no, people no, are putting their shit in children. Or... Women also fucking, I get, okay, let's talk about the monster with, um, Charlize Theron, it was Arlene something, I can't think of her last name. She was, I get it, she was the enraged woman who only killed men that made her angry, and... You can't kill everybody that makes you angry, though. No, but she did that, and, you know, like, I get pissed, I'm not over here just slashing people's throats and stabbing them. No. You have 90 seconds to feel emotion. Doesn't mean you act on it. Otherwise, I would have a path of dead bodies. <laughs> Everyone would. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> we would have a very low population if that's how we all acted. Mm-hmm. It's called domestication, people. Um, But, like... The fact that it was just like, hey, we should do domestication. I get doing lethal injection. It's actually not as non-painful, people think. But I still think punishment should fit the crime. I'm not saying, like, you should be anally raped if you do that to a child. I'm just saying that (laughs) if you, I mean, you're saying I do. (laughs) But what are you going to get, like a razor-filled dildo to fuck them in the ass? You're like, well, well I mean, I hadn't thought of that, but maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, you know, a quick gunshot to the head. But think of it for the families. Lethal injection, great. But it doesn't always work. Lecture chair doesn't always work. Lethal ingestion, yes, actually, it does work. It's just a slow process. It is painful. But these people sometimes torment these people for days and days, years and years, locked in places to where these these kids, adults, or whatever, are just tormented. Right? So, why, like, I get with the system, you know, they're leaving them in a paid-by-tax-dollars system. That's another problem. Which is, it cracks me up, too, which is because the government has so much money. More than we ever do. Well, yeah. Absolutely. So, why are we paying for it? I don't know. Also, we're paying for the roads. They're never getting fucking fixed. But that's not even fucking, whatever. Um, so, why... Couldn't they just solve that fucking problem and just go, gun, or, I don't know, just fucking, hey, you want to be even cooler? Just saw off the head. That sounds brutal, but, I mean, just say 
in. Like, this is quick. Just fucking. That is pretty brutal, but, you know, for some crimes. Okay, that would they're be also better. cutting off body parts. Just like That's what I said. Guillotine. For, for some crimes. Well, let's go back to the guillotine. In a room, of course. Not like out in a field. Let's keep well, it. Out in a field would be pretty it, cool. No, let's Kicking keep it cleanliness. School. We have cleanliness. We are now more domesticated. Let's keep it in a, like a fucking room. You can televise it if you need it. We can't have like a designated no. field of death. No. Or we don't know if he has gone to sit her beliefs. We don't animals get in that shit. Alright, I see your point. Keep there. it in a room. Just I see your point there. <laughs> he gets to feel it for three seconds after he dies. Because once you're decapitated, you still feel it. You can't react to it, but it's there. It's at least three seconds up to 15. He can feel that shit. And fuck him, he gets to go through all the painful memories of what he did to all those people, or she, whoever did it. You relive your trauma, and most likely not your happy. It's the most stagnated, painful memories, or happy, less likely happy if you did shit memory Things like bad, whatever is the most dominant. Yeah, makes sense. But then I feel like if you did do something to people, there could be a tally, a vote. What would you like done to this person? Do you want guillotine, gunshot, or? Oh, it's like a multiple choice thing. Yeah. Not like, what do you want done? Not from the whole world. Because that would be ridiculous. Not from the whole world. That would be ridiculous. It's, it's the family. The family of who it did it. Mm-hmm. You want guillotine? Gunshot? Or lethal injection? No electric That shit's crap. It doesn't always work. They will still survive sometimes after redone. That's just, And it smells real bad. Like, fucking get rid of that shit. That shit's crap. <laughs> Just get rid of that fucking bullshit, archaic crap. It's expensive. Who who pays that shit bill? Like seriously, who pays that fucking bill? Get rid of that shit and put it like put it in a fucking museum. Get it out of here. Okay, just get it. Who picks up that body? Like get it. It's like a fucking well done steak that smells like leather. Mm. Get rid of it. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's go back. People can see. Look, you tortured my family. You did something fucked up. Here you go. This is what we have deemed you deserve. Yeah. You hurt someone. You killed them. Let's call this fair. No more of this. This is a tame way to show that you killed, we kill. Because we are killing to show that you killed. Punishment for punishment. Oh, was this PETA coming in for PETA? Like, it's, it's like PETA for PETA almost. Like... PETA for, like, killing of animals, but, like, we want to make it, like, okay for killing animals. No, fucking, like, we are animals, but, like, oh, we don't kill animals, but we will kill animals. Like, PETA for, no, fuck that. No, PETA's been known to rescue, like, kittens and puppies. And PETA is them. bullshit, you know, right? Oh, it's been yeah, proven to very sh- PETA well has killed animals. Oh, yeah, that's what, uh, the, that psychotic woman is about. She doesn't feel like people deserve animals. That they're not capable of taking care of them, so people shouldn't have them at there all. There are videos of PETA killing animals. Mm-hmm. So rather than putting them up for adoption, they'd rather kill them. Puppies, kittens, babies. Kill them. So anyways. There was even a story about um, them stealing somebody's family pet right off their front porch. And they killed it. 
I'll have to find that story for you. We'll do. We should do yes. something about that sometime because fucking PETA. So, anyways, <laughs> I do think though that, like, nonetheless, if someone's found guilty of killing, I think they should just be killed. I think the life in prison, or even like if they, my big thing is rape. Obviously, mm-hmm. killing you should. I think you should be killed. If you win someone's life, guess what? Your life should end too. But also, if you rape someone, I feel like you should be raped. I feel like the punishment should fit the crime. Should fit the crime. That's what I said. You know, just. Oh, you wanted to. You did this. Well, what do you think about it being done to you? Yeah, that's what I think. Fuck the jail shit. Not being a dick. Like, oh, you want to be locked in a room? It doesn't make you do anything. It makes you get angry. So you wanted to be, you wanted to drug someone and do something they won't remember? How about we heavily drug you and then four or five men put their dicks in your asshole? Better yet, how about we don't drug you? I'm just saying, like, (laughs) and then you question your life for the rest of it, but you don't really remember anything. It's okay. It's fine. No, it's fine. We're going to tell you for a few months that it's totally okay. Because what they did, they believed was fine. Oh, yeah. No, there was no problem with what they did. And then when you leave, we're going to give you books of paperwork as why it was okay. So fuck you. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you did. So it's fine. Let you see and then, the other side. if you kill someone, you just get shot in the head. Or whatever, however you did it, that's how you get killed. Because it's fine. Or, let's say, you rob someone. Whatever you rob, when you come home, it's gone. You'll never know who it was. It's not that family, but they will have that property. Yep, when you get back, it's all gone. Everything. You come back to an empty place. And if you ever go to that property's house, that person or anything... You will be shot. You will be killed instantly. They'll have a fucking turret. Just <laughs> lasers killed. Fucking instant melting. Like just down to the ground. Like you're just fucking dead. Gone. You go near the them. Death. You go near them and there's just fucking target acquired. That's all you hear. Like target acquired. And you're like, fuck this. I'm shit. out. <laughs> fuck this shit. I'm out. Like, fuck this it's, shit. I'm out. Like, like instantly. Like, that's what we need in this fucking world. We don't need any more of this, we're going to be locked up for 380 years. Like, fuck, what does that do to people? That's why they want to escape. There is no real punishment. It's just locked in a room. What, how, what are you punishing me? Like, I remember being locked in a room for grounding. It's like, you're not punishing me. You're just telling me how to fucking evade it. You're not showing me what I did wrong. You're sh- teaching me how to fucking not do it again. How not to get caught. Show me what I did wrong by doing it to me. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I mean, it makes sense. Instead of just, like, you know, putting them in a room or just to, like, sit around and do nothing, that's not really. So you hear that, Robert Wagner? You're just gonna be drowned. 
<laughs> just be like, no, we're gonna we're gonna help you, hun. We're coming for you, honey. <laughs> no, I I really bad think he did boys, it. Though. Bad boys. Do you what think you he did it? Do honestly. From everything that I heard, it points to him. I fucking think he did. House, I think he did so it. I think he was just I'm like I think the they were fighting. Like, just bickering, and, like, I think he was just like, huh. Bye. Yeah, I think he, Bye. like, I think he, <laughs> I think they were fighting, I think he just, like, pushed her, and she fell in, and she's like, help me, somebody save me, and he's like, we're coming for you, honey, don't worry, and he got you. I think he sat there drinking his drink, and just watched her go under. Watch her flail. And, and as she did, it. and as she was fighting to get on either the dinghy or the boat, he just watched her move out, and then I think he let the ropes go of the dinghy, and he saw her trying to grab on the dinghy as it went out, because it never started, and he just watched her grabbing onto it the whole fucking time, and hold on to it as she finally let go, and as that happened, it went away from her, and she floated away from it. That's exactly what I think happened. Because at that point, he was no longer needed to be a suspect, because she never touched the steps. She went over the fucking boat. No longer having to be anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. But then you gave that overly detailed story about, oh, she must have slipped on the algae-covered steps, but the algae was untouched. Like, come on, man. No, he was jealous because of Chris. And he also... And Chris was obviously not involved. Like, I don't think he had anything to do with it. I think Robert was a jealous, fucking psychotic asshole. That's what it kind of sounds like. Like, just too much. So, yeah, I I really think Robert just, even as a heated argument, but he was already angry, he the whole time seemed very upset about everything. Yeah, so he was already fired up, and then the last straw finally came, and he was just like, boop. And I think with the hit her head thing, I think that she just hit the dinghy, but it didn't hit her head, and it shocked her, and she came right up, mm-hmm. and looked at him, and was like, help me get back up there, because they were fighting, and he just stood there and watched her. Trying like, to fail to get minute. back up onto the yacht and the boat. And he just stood there watching her flailing and then removed the ropes of the dinghy and watched her trying to fight with both and just stood there. And was like, don't worry, we'll help you. And there's nobody else but him. And just watched everything as she was fighting with the current and everything. And just, it got pulled away. And he was pissed. Like, with pissed of the aspect of him just being pissed with the fight. Mm-hmm. So it's his anger moment. So from here on in his head, he feels righteous in what he did because he was angry. So in his mind, it feels validated. Because when you're angry, you feel validated in what you've done. Mm -hmm. Even though you know in your heart of hearts it's wrong. But you feel right. To make yourself feel that it's okay. Because something happened wrong. Even though deep down he knows it's really not okay because somebody died. But he has to keep telling himself that, you know what? I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, she's dead. She died. And that's not okay. But you know what? I did nothing wrong. His eyes are not fully closed and that's creeping me out. (laughs) But, um, yeah. So, I think Robert Wagner killed her the way that I just said. I fully do. I think he watched her completely slip away until the point that he couldn't see her in view and then he walked into the fucking area where the captain was and said what he did. 
said what he did? Yeah, he walked in there to say something about her not being there. Mm, yeah. He had to not see her fully he in view. And then, that's when he said, don't turn on the lights yet. Because I think he, that's when he said he didn't see her in view because it was dark. Yeah. And didn't want the lights on. Because he feared that if the lights turned on, that's when he'd still see her in view. Yeah, I mean, everything about it was just off in everything that was in there. And it's it's definitely more believable that he did it. Excuse me. All right, guys, so I hope... Because, <laughs> I mean, everybody else is trying to right? help, and he refuses to. Christopher Walker's just on the yacht, like, why the fuck did I come out this weekend? This is a bad mm-hmm. fucking weekend. I should have just stayed home and practiced my lines for Brainstorm. <laughs> this is bullshit. I just wanted to drink my daiquiris and hang out. This is crap. Fucking... It's so bullshit! Two mice and more cowboys! <laughs> oh, God. Fucking crap. Where the fuck is Blue Oyster Cult? God. Is that what it's called? I'm not sure. Is it... Yeah, it's Blue Oyster Cult? Blue Cult Oyster? Blue, blue Oyster Cult? I don't know. Your hair's blue. True. <laughs> don't fear the reaper. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, so, nonetheless, I'm going to go with, it's Robert Wagner. Same. He's a murderer. The just, murderer, Robert Wagner. The murderer, Robert Wagner. I'm going to get a met. Just like, like fucking... the rapist, Brock Turner. Who? Yes. I was about to say, it do not me... fucking tell no, me. <laughs> it took me a moment. I was like, who? Yes. Because we're about to go on a whole other rant. This podcast is going to no. get a lot longer, bitch. No, that took me a moment. I'm so sorry. Um... So, you guys, have a wonderful night, day, morning, evening. Unless you're Robert Wagner, please fucking jump into water um, without a dinghy or a yacht. And uh, on a lot of wine. Wear a down jacket. See how that goes for you. With a flannel nightgown and some socks that are made of wool. And um, I hope that you end up somewhere out in the fucking Pacific Bay or ocean. The Pacific Bay? I'm at Ocean. Gets one big bay. I'm at Ocean. <laughs> and I hope the ghost of Natalie cradles you dearly and says how much she's missed you. She's so glad to see you. Because <laughs> you are her love. Forever and ever. Forever and ever, my and darling. Ever. <laughs> because now she's there to kill you with all of her love. You see. <laughs> have a good night everybody have a great night guys <laughs> but seriously I think Robert Agnew called Natalie what do you think for real yeah oh yeah for fucking sure because mm-hmm. you won't talk to cops yeah no if he's not helping so yeah. Robert you killed her anyways have a great night guys talk to you <laughs> on the next podcast bye, bye.